0: Welcome to ATX Unscripted. I am Peter and I'm Nick and we have a hell of a show to you. Ooh, we sure do today. Maybe the best show ever.
1: Now, we were going to do there are many topics we are going to do and then we had an emergency piece of news that came through. Yeah. This last week.
0: Yeah. This is big.
1: We uh it's probably related to ATX Unscripted. Mr. Elon Musk mm-hmm. is moving to Austin, Texas.
0: He is. And he's bringing a huge factory. And the only explanation for this, Nick, is he must have heard of our podcast. He
1: heard about our podcast. Yep. He wants to be a guest. Yeah. And he's just going to stake it
0: out. Until yeah, but spot. you know, our our schedule's pretty busy, so... Um, we will see, yeah. Maybe 2021 we can fit him in? We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of cheeseburger places we still have to review. We gotta review a lot of burger places. A lot of burger places. We gotta do another pizza <clears throat> episode, so... Maybe we can sneak him in on one of those pizza or burger episodes. Yeah, maybe like a half hour we could do with him or something like that, but a full <laughs> hour, I don't know if we've got time for. <laughs> we'll see. You know, we'll see. Schedules are tight. We're
1: just joking. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay, good. just in case, yeah, just in case. By the way, I, I, I have to, I have to comment on how good my hair looks right now.
0: <laughs> it does look really good.
1: You've already heard me comment multiple times before we started recording, and I have to get it on record. This COVID hair has just—it's grown into its own. Mm. So you're welcome, YouTube viewers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you're just listening to the podcast, well, now it's to tune important. In on YouTube. It's important to say it for those who are just listening, who yeah. don't appreciate how good. Yeah, your hair is I mean, right
1: we now. can ex- we can explain.
0: I mean, it's curly, it's silver, it's flowing. Um, it, it it's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, one would uh may call you even a nickname of a silver fox, silver fox, with that type of hairdo. Yeah. Yes, yes. So now when yes, we do the interruptions, yes. I'll go, ATX unscripted, I am Peter. And you go, and I'm the silver fox.
1: Let's just do forty five minutes of complimenting
0: ourselves together every it, week. It sounds like a podcast I would like.
1: <laughs> I would like. I think nobody yeah. else would like it. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We do, we do this okay. for
0: us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple of weeks ago someone asked asked me, like, oh, so what podcast do you listen to? And I thought about it as like I listen to my own podcast, and that's about. Mm, <laughs> that
0: sounds a little vain. <laughs> that sounds a little, little problematic.
1: Yeah, maybe it is. It is, but,
0: but we can't help it that we just have the I best podcast. We can't help it. I mean, we there. try our best, and it, and we perform. Yeah, yeah. So you know, a lot's going on. Uh, Joe Rogan is moving to Texas. He has yes. not said specifically where he's going to move yet, but come on, it's going to be awesome, right? Nor has he said why he's moving. Well, but we know, but we know, we know, Joe. Come on, yeah, Joe. Reach out to us. We'll fit you in. It might be might be twenty twenty one. Our schedule's a little Let's busy. Let's just
1: swap shows. That's kind of cool. Collaborative. We'll be on your show. You be
0: on ours. Yeah, I I could see that. I mean, yep. yeah. That'd be a win-win. Be a win-win. Yeah, we yeah, pull yeah, yeah. all of our listeners over there. Yeah. and You know, that's some serious numbers. Like we're in the double digits, almost We are digits, now, right? Almost triple digits. Loving it. Yeah, Loving it. Depends it. on how many devices I stream from. <laughs> if I have all 15 of my devices streaming. All at once. All at once. It's
1: like a secret bunker underground lair where you're, you're streaming from like 20 devices.
0: Yeah. So we got heavy hitters coming to this town. Yep. Uh, and we've got a huge factory coming into town. And there's going to be a lot for us to talk about. So we're going to talk about Elon Musk. We're going to talk about a little bit of the future of Austin. Yep. Our thoughts on that stuff. Uh, it's going to be a hell of an episode. All kidding aside, Austin is a fantastic
1: place. And it is pretty cool to see that Elon Musk is like looking at it, moving here. Obviously, we don't know everything that's going into it. But like, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise
0: that it he's looking in Austin. a little bit Austin. of a validation that yeah. these guys who could live anywhere in the world who have, you know, to do whatever they want are picking Austin. Mm -hmm. Now, I know he's opening the factory here. Is he going to live in Austin full-time? I don't think that's clear. I mean, his living situation is different from any other Oh, yeah, he doesn't want to own any houses.
1: Well, oh, there's (laughs) that. I mean, there's that, but that's, like, a detail. Like, define living, because there were four months where he was sleeping on a factory floor and getting four hours of sleep. So, like... Is he living anywhere if he's sleeping in a factory? It's not his priority, is it? Right? And and for a while, I mean, he was working two days a week in L.A. on SpaceX and then two on Tesla in the Bay Area. It's like, does he even live anywhere? Where does he live, on a private jet? He wouldn't even rent a house. He would just, like, text Larry Page from Google, one of the founders of Google, and be like, hey, can I I crash your place tonight? He's like, yeah, sure. Door's
0: unlocked. You know what? He's, he is uh, an interesting person to say the least. To say the least. Uh, he is eccentric. <clears throat> he is genius. He is brilliant. Uh, he's flawed in many ways, but you know what? You can't deny his accomplishments. Even we're flawed. Not me, but <laughs> I understand other people are, and uh, <laughs> that's just how the world works, I guess. But Thank you, Peter, for yeah. understanding. Yeah, yeah, you guys are weak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think you're a big fan of Elon. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Elon. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Okay. Podcast over. <laughs> 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 and that's a wrap. <laughs> and that's all our insights on that. Your I opinion like him. is wrong. Let's talk about Elon Musk. I like him. I don't. And cut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like him because he's like the... For among many reasons, one of, like, the most extreme version of what an entrepreneur should be in today's world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to respect about him. Yeah. There's a lot to respect about him. And he clearly has motivations that are not just uh, for the money. He wants to see technology and society advance and do something of a huge scale. Yep. He doesn't want to do something little and take an exit and then, you know, retire and live on a beach. He wants to dedicate his life to doing extreme stuff. Yep. And taking big fucking risks. Yeah, I guess, but it also depends on how you define risk, because
1: he defines it very differently than others. What, so, so to him, um, working on you know working on Wall Street making a bunch of money uh, and doing that for 40 years, I, I guess that's low risk, you know, but like the end result is absolute misery to him. So it's 100%, you're 100 percent sure not going to do anything meaningful.
0: Well, okay, to him, though, because there's many to people him, who, to would, him. who could live that lifestyle and have a work-life balance and just be totally happy. Right, but right. But to him, he needs to, he has this mind that has these ideas he just needs <clears throat> to pursue. Right. So to him, spending his
1: entire life, his t- defining his purpose, at at least trying to build something meaningful is like, in a way, zero risk. Like, at least he freaking tried, right. right? Yeah, good point. You know what I mean? So, yeah, in the classical uh, way of defining what risk is, it's very risky what he does, but it like it makes total sense if you look at how he's motivated.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, would you buy a Tesla? Is that going to be a car you're looking forward to buying sometime in the future? So, okay, so this is going <laughs> to sound like a weird answer, um, but a,
1: Teslas, a, a Model S and a Model X, they are... Perfect. They are hundred percent perfect. Okay. They are perfect vehicles. They are the best, and it is—it's almost obje-
0: objective. Um, I think they're pretty cool. I'd buy one. I'd, I'd buy one before I buy a lot of other cars. I'd buy one.
1: The thing is,
0: like, okay, <laughs> I kind—I kind
1: of like like cars work. Modern cars—they all kind of work. They work great. The to have an imperfect car is kind of fun. A little bit like having a mechanical watch.
0: Okay, because you almost want something that where you could almost like fix it up or, or or get involved with, or no? To a degree, I used to be like that more. I used to work on my car, right? Right. Which but you can't like, really do in a Tesla.
1: No. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, like a manual transmission, it's like it's imperfect, but it's fun. A manual transmission is a lot like a mechanical watch, right?
0: Yeah. Um, it's okay.
1: completely not needed, but there's something fun there to have an actual gasoline engine to hear that the roar of that engine. Yeah. Okay. To, to like miss a downshift, but then just nail a downshift as you're, as you're downshifting for no reason as you're taking a, a left turn in the middle of the city because you're a car dork. Right. That's a life I want to live.
0: <laughs> so you know what I think is fascinating about Elon's <clears throat> move to Austin? What's that? Is Tesla, you cannot buy a Tesla in Texas. Really? Because there's a state law that you have to buy cars from licensed dealers.
1: Isn't that odd? I mean, when you look at how laws are made and how yeah. business is done and how, how you know people lobby for stupid shit that benefits themselves but not society. No, it's not odd. Yeah, I,
0: I totally but understand, yes, understand how it odd. happened. Right,
1: okay. You're right. Yeah, that
0: is odd. Yeah. Right. And it's so stupid, too. Yep. Yeah, I'd much rather have a different buying experience than I have to go, have to go into a dealer. Yeah. Oh,
1: you, you don't like going into dealers and talking to people about making a major purchase, someone who has no, like, n- no idea how cars work.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> you know, so, some
0: do, though, to, to give credit. Some do,
1: you're right. I remember, but I've had some pretty dumb conversations from people trying to sell me cars. Uh,
0: yeah, I remember, uh, this I was six years ago, it was when I, when I bought a car. And I remember I went to all the dealers and everything like that, and, um... There were some where I walked in, and I legit, like, I remember Jaguar, I walked in the dealership, and I was really interested in, in driving a car, and I fucking walked around there for an hour and a half, and no one talked to me. You must have just looked like you had no They were just, no money. No, they were just busy and unorganized. Really? Yes. And then I was probably going to buy an Audi. I was, like, set on buying an Audi, right? Mm-hmm. I went to the Audi dealership, and they were okay, but they only had, like, a handful of cars in inventory funny and what i wanted they just didn't have and they're like we're gonna have to order it and it's gonna be like two months or something like that funny. so it's I, stupid yeah right? and I, I ended up getting a, a genesis which is like the hyundai which just worked out but a lot of that was the experience you have at the dealer because yeah okay i really want to but do you want to wait two months now
1: yeah oh, i can get the other car today have you been to one of the Tesla shops? I don't even know what they call
0: them. Yeah, and they're, they're in uh, so like strip malls. Or, yeah. or not strip malls, they're, they're in malls. Wherever it
1: makes sense. Yeah. They'll be like next to an Apple store, It's a much right? better experience. It is, And it is a lot like an Apple store. It is a better experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not high-pressure people with... Not to not to pick on salespeople, but we're going to pick on you. You know, with like slick back hair, trying to sure. trying to sell you a BMW. Are,
0: do you think they're incentivized as salespeople? Are they are there commissions? I don't think there's commissions. Yeah. I think they're
1: incentivized by like they don't need it. Just socially, like who's like sold the most cars or did the most, you know, callbacks or whatever. It's the people that I've interacted with when I've gone and, and looked um, at the Tesla stores. They're just like they just want to do a good job. They're normal
0: uh, young people that just they yeah. just want to help you out. It's kind of nice. It's refreshing. Right. So, you know, the plant that's going in Austin, it's going to be, I think, southwest of town. And I think I had some statistics on it. It's going to be big. It's going to be a 2,100-acre plant. I don't even know. Is this a gigafactory or this is a a car factory? Uh, I don't know if this qualifies as a gigafactory. It's going to be one of their bigger factories.
1: Gigafactory, that's where they're making the batteries.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. The gig, okay. is—is near Reno? Is the Giga Factory? Um, I think they have two of them. I, I don't yeah. remember. Okay, um, it's not clear yet, or at least it's not published. I know they're getting a ton of tax breaks, which I think all is going to work out because we're going to get a lot of jobs and a lot of development. It's going to be interesting for the community. Yeah, some people aren't going to like it. Some people are gonna for be like, sure. Oh, more traffic, expensive real estate, and so on. But that's a- just anytime the way... there's, there's
1: big changes like that. Yeah, yeah, there's some like depending on how it shakes out there's going to be individuals that hate it for this reason. This should have never happened. Like it's guaranteed going to happen. Right.
0: right? So (laughs) it was between Tulsa and Austin. Yeah. That was what it was between. I guess
1: he was like Tulsa. You can thank Tulsa for me choosing Austin is what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. Something like that. Like Tulsa screwed up or made him mad or whatever. He does not suffer idiots. I don't know what happened. In Tulsa, I didn't I didn't read about it, but I, Elon Musk does not suffer fools, and so if they were being picky or stupid about something, then I can see him being like, "Yeah, fuck this, let's do Austin." I mean, that's what he's doing for California. He yeah. just got sick of it.
0: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: He got sick of L.A. traffic, so he started the Boring Company. How funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he did good for him. You know what? If it's kind of fun watching an eccentric billionaire does who does whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't even it's like put, I don't even
1: like putting him in the box of eccentric billionaire because it's just it's Elon Musk. Oh wow,
0: okay, yeah, it's
1: just a moment in time for him.
0: Um, it's gonna be interesting. Like, will you think you'll be able to see him around Austin? Do you think that's gonna happen?
1: Like, yeah, I bet that all
0: I bet that all occasionally happen. You'll go out to dinner or something like that. <clears> and He'll be somewhere there. I think so. I don't think he really.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I bet I'll kind of kick around sometimes. He showed up at the Pershing, I guess. You know that that cool spot on the east side. Oh, did he? Oh, he sure did. Oh man, he's a person. This he likes a cocktail here and
0: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a maybe colorful. him
1: and uh, Matthew McConaughey will. will
0: so here's hang why out here. I don't like him as much as you. Okay, let's hear it. 100 um, percent respect. I'll fight you to the death. Yeah, yeah. Right. Impressive person. Um, he is the CEO of. A large automobile company, a large you know space company. He's the longest-standing automobile CEO in the U.S., mm-hmm. and he is not very professional. Mm-hmm. And he frequently makes tweets and stuff that have a stock manipulation effect on his on his stock. And I think part of the reason he does it is he has this like huge bone to pick with short sellers mm-hmm. and the SEC. Mm-hmm. And I've owned Tesla stock previously, and I remember it being such a headache how it would just move up and down all the time. Yeah. And he's brilliant. He's amazing. But he was just doing stuff that no other CEO would do because it was just really stock manipulation and very unprofessional stuff that would cost you your job as a CEO. But yet he would go ahead and do it. So I kind of thought a little bit less of him for those. Uh, And then he just kind of is a weird person, like his kid's name everything that's kind of going on. And you see him in these interviews, and, you know, he's brilliant and smart, and you can definitely tell, but he's also just so out there. He's just a different different wavelength. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, I guess it's it's, it's awesome to look up to, but at the same time, um, I think we put these people who have achieved a lot in society so high up on a pedestal that they are these people who can do no wrong. Right. And, but yet he's definitely a flawed person and capable of making all types of mistakes.
1: Yeah. But he's on this trajectory, um, where he's going to do incredible things that nobody else is going to do. And there's going to be weird things that happen along the way. There's going to be failures that happen along the way. Anyway, he, he
0: clearly has like no argument that he has. Yeah. Right. Um, but is it possible that he's going to burn out and fail? I mean, yeah, it's possible he's.
1: I mean, he's a human and human flesh. Like, it's it's anything could happen to him, right? Um, but he's he's really
0: uh, he's beat the odds pretty oh, extremely. more than just by a little bit.
1: More than just by a little bit, and more than just once.
0: Yeah, many times he has taken huge risks, shot for the moon, and made it. Yeah. And that's just incredible. No one, no, I mean, you can't compare his achievements to, to other people. Because no. he's done it, like you said, multiple times. He didn't just do it once. No, yeah. Right? He's done it multiple he's, times. Mark my words, he's just getting started. He, he is just getting started. I take a different view. I'm more pessimistic. I think he's going to ha- run into more challenges. And I don't. He's going to, yeah, the, the challenges are going to expand. But, but his
1: successes and, and what he's able to achieve is going to expand even faster.
0: Yeah, it's possible. I'm 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 not saying that that's not think about impossible. I'm saying there is also a higher chance that he could have more failures and lose credibility in the public eye. And maybe yeah, but lose who some gives a shit? He
1: did, So that's not a constraint of his. Is what people think. Th- th- here's two
0: examples. Right. Of
1: um, you run into normal constraints, right? Uh, like okay, there's a lot of traffic in L.A., right? well, we can't fit any more cars in L.A., right? Right. To Elon, he's like, fuck it, dig holes. Fuck it, right? Yeah. Uh, that's one, one example of him just like he does not, the, the, the normal rules do not apply to him, and he just doesn't listen to them. Uh, another one, Neuralink, right? Another one of his companies. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, human brains, like that's kind of a, that's a limit that everyone else has accepted. Like, right. people will not be smarter. We can't communicate with each other in a fa- faster, more efficient way. Right. Fuck it. Let's hack the brain.
0: Yeah, that is pretty cool because, yeah, you can you can put as much lotion on your skin. You can dye your hair, get as many plastic <laughs> surgeries, but your mind is going to be aging. Yeah. Right? And that, yeah, we don't have a, much of a solution for that right now other than just normal, conventional diet and exercise and, and, and regular health advice. But he's saying, you know what? Let's fucking open up that brain. Let's so yep. peel that bad boy open, hook some wires up in there, and let's uh, let's become a little half-robot. Um, I think Neuralink's going to be his most important company
1: that he started to date. I actually emailed him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not Elon Musk. I emailed Neuralink, engineering at Neuralink, to see if they need some help.
0: Hello, boys. I don't know if you've seen our podcast, ATX Unscripted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring up the podcast, but I did see... Um, I mean, they're hiring engineers, and I have an engineering background, and, and um, I don't know. We'll see.
0: That's actually pretty cool. It's super interesting um, to have that concept that you're going to have hardware to change the way your brain works and your nerves and be able to fix problems that no one's been able to fix in modern medicine. Super interesting. And then I think we heard him talking about this in an interview. He said, you're going to be able to communicate sitting like this in just complete silence. Our next podcast will be silent. It'll
1: only go out to Neuralink subscribers. Yeah, yeah we're going to we're, Nick right? and I are going to get Neuralink. Mm.
0: They're going to return the email and be like, "We, we you know, positions. Uh, we're, we're working on that, but we need some uh, some volunteers for testing. Some, some candidates for our all first, you listeners. Uh, we already signed trial. you up. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we're going to come in here a little blurry. Like, oh man, my head hurts a little bit. <laughs> and then our, the podcast will just be in silent with us looking at each other, communicating in, in radio waves.
1: Actually, what's going to happen? We signed all you guys up. Everyone who subscribed. Um we, we signed over the permissions for them to just come in the middle of the night and insert the Neuralink uh implant and in the middle of your work day you're just gonna start hearing our podcast. Sorry. Ooh, just yeah. clicks
0: on. Yep. It was like when like when you two just automatically upload their music to everyone's iPods. <laughs> yeah, exactly it was like, it was that. Like that, but with yep. our podcast and your brain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: That's right. You're welcome. Oh. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Monday. Time to flip on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like a Schizophrenic episode.
0: Yeah. You know. You know one thing um, that he likes to bring up, which I think is uh, a super interesting topic, because he is so out there with a lot of his views on technology and the future and everything like that. Is he? He he. I don't know if he has said this outright like this, but he thinks there's a strong possibility that we are all living. In a simulation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you probably agree
1: with him too, don't you? Listen, I was subscribing to that possibility before all you mainstreamers, all you normies, started talking about it. Oh, okay. before, before Westworld. I might, yeah. Before Westworld. <laughs> um, actually, it was funny. It was like one of the one of these very nerdy ideas, thoughts, right? And then it, it like Elon Musk says it and talks about it and comes in the mainstream and then becomes kind of a thing a little bit more. Um, it's I remember when I, when, when it was really popular, um, I talked to my buddy who's a really smart guy, um, full ride for his PhD at, at, uh, Notre Dame for physics and worked out at CERN, really, really brilliant guy. Worked on, you know, does research on the foundation of what builds us, particle physics, right? And wanted to like geek out with him to talk, talk it through like, Hey, uh, what do you think of this idea of, of we were living in a simulation and to him it was like, Oh, Okay. Just sounds like any one of the other constraints that we get in physics like it doesn't solve the work that I, or it doesn't affect the
0: work that I do like we're in the world we're in, yeah, right okay, so he he wasn't entertaining the idea that much just because he wouldn't geek out with me Thanks a lot, Jamie, because there was nothing he could prove or something like that or. yeah,
1: kind of so it's almost like a philosoph- that falls into the category of philosophy, some would say because you can't prove or disprove it. yeah, but. maybe it's not but. There are some weird, weird things that we see with physics. There's some weird things that we see, like there is a minimum length, the Planck length. It's very small, but kind of the types of things that you would see if you were optimizing for storage on, on a computer system, right? Um, or if you were optimizing for, I'm just like, how do
0: you, the, 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 the universe is not analog. Okay, so hold on a minute. There's a there's mm-hmm. some there that, that that for us non-technical people we gotta we gotta unpack a little bit. So simulation theory is like the Matrix theory that we are living in some kind of computer program, and that we are not what we think we are—just of humans and random interactions. We are in some kind of controlled experiment or simulation of another group of civilization that they're looking upon us, right? Right. And, and so what you just said was that there are things that characteristics of the world we live in now, which yeah. we think is just our world, possibly a simulation that could indicate there being a simulation such as plank planet length, plank length, plank was that plank
1: plank was a dude. He's a physics dude. Uh, and he defined, I'm not smart enough to explain it. Mm. Um, but he defined the minimum length that something in our existence, in our world could have or fit into. You can tell I'm not smart enough to really explain it. Well, but, um, yeah, so that simulation theory, Elon Musk, I guess he made it popular because he had a really, really good, really easy to understand uh, explanation for what it is and why he believes, like some logic on why he believes that we must be in a simulation, right? And that logic is, is something like, okay, you look at the, the rate at which um, video games and simulations today are, um, the rate at which are getting better, right? Yeah. We now have like photorealistic, uh, images and video that we can recreate, right? And that all happened within the past, like, what, you know, 40 years, 60 years of, of transistors and and integrated circuits getting better and faster and better and better and better and better and better. Oh. So, okay, extrapolate yep. that 60 years of development to a 1,000 years from now. Like, right, so how, if, you, if
0: right. you look at the advances that we have made in 40 years with video games yep, and how much better they've gotten in 40 years, take that exponential growth forecast it forward, and it could be that in in 100 years, you won't be able to tell the difference between a video game and real life. Exactly, exactly. So now,
1: if within our reality we're able to create simulations of our own reality, and even on a faster timescale, we will, at some point, be able to create a simulation uh, that is as real as what we're experiencing right now. So, then the logic is that if in a thousand years, any kid could go and buy the Xbox you know, 360 million or whatever and set up some kind of simulation in their parents' basement that easily, and there would be billions and billions of these simulations, why would we think we're the very first existence? We have to be in a simulation. It is extraordinarily unlikely when you look at the statistics of that logic that we're not a simulation. Having said that, it doesn't matter.
0: No, it doesn't matter because there's nothing you. What are we gonna do? do you can't. You can't, you can't uh, unplug that or, or, or rip the game out when you lose. Like you. Uh, so
1: in the Matrix, you know, remember that guy? I don't. Know if you're as big of a geek as I am. Um, the guy who wants to go back into the Matrix because the real world sucks. Yeah, I'm kind of
0: with him. Dude, you want that red pill?
1: I want. Yeah. Put me take back that, in. he sitting red there pill? eating the steak. I want the steak.
0: You know, it, this is kind of interesting. It ties into last week's topic, almost. Last week, we had a topic of uh, time travel. Amazing podcast. Oh, so good. We didn't really talk about the possibility of time traveling that maybe someone in the future is playing a video game of the past, and in its sense, that could be viewed as time travel. Yeah. Although it's not But real it's- life, it's a simulation. At the same time, they are playing a simulation of the past in a world that is so real that it's almost like time What's kind of cool is it has
1: all the same issues that we talked about,
0: causality issues and like... No, probably. Yeah, right. right. You could right? be playing a game. You, you could be a thousand years in the future playing us right now and you know how the course of, of Earth played out historically, but you'd be playing the game and making decisions that would be different than what actually happened. Yep. It's like each time you play a video game, it's a different outcome because you make different decisions the way you finish the level. Most, nope. most video games. Right, Yeah, right. And everything, the butterfly
1: effect, everything stems from the smallest decisions, smallest happenings um, that occur.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, shit. Uh, knowing this, uh, and n- n- even if you were to fully buy into everything that he says and we're mm-hmm. saying right now that we are in a simulation, hmm There's nothing you can do with that information. You know
1: what you could do with that information? What? Is start a podcast and talk about
0: it. Ooh. Oh, we found the answer. subscribe to it on YouTube and Instagram. That's about all you can do with that information. And leave us a good review.
1: (laughs) Also, I suspect um, the the fact that quantum, um, the quantum state of things... The fact that that they're in this approximation until you actually are like force it into. uh, I'm not going to be able to intelligently go down this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to skip over that. (laughs) I need more C4.
0: (laughs) needs needs to be earlier on the day. Oh, man. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll see. All right. We'll, well, maybe maybe it'll be like a Westworld thing and it, or like a Truman Show adventure and someone will break out of the uh, the Matrix or simulation. Westworld's incredible. And then we'll discover that we're all robots and there'll be a, a whole society like that. Yeah. Okay, Westworld's good, but let me clear this up right okay. now. It's getting a little much. Dude, the first episode was incredible. First season was great. First
1: season say. was great, and then I just can't, like, it's so much mental energy to keep up. I can't oh, do holy it. Holy
0: shit, I need an infographic to get through it. <laughs>
1: That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Maybe there is one. I think I need to hire a tutor. <laughs> I need a, I need help. That's a brilliant idea. Con, I need a Westworld tutor to explain each episode of what I watched and who does what and who's a, who's a robot and who isn't. It's too much now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty tough.
0: Yeah, it's like the first season was was so great. Um, especially the ending. Like the ending, and I won't give it away if people haven't seen it, but the ending to the first season is one of the best season endings ever. Yeah. It is so good. It is worth watching the first season 100%. And then from there, it just got so complex. Um, it almost, you know, the, the, I think HBO shows, they try and appeal to a more sophisticated audience. And they're like, hey, you know what? Our audience will understand if we go yep. so much out there. Like, if you remember, I agree. Remember True Detective season two? Fucking confusing. I didn't watch that one. Oh it was really my god! Confusing. Yeah, it was, it was all over the place. Like it was so much People for you. Loved it was it. so much work for you to sit down and watch. It's like I compare it to trying to read the uh, the magazine, The Economist. Oh, I thought you were gonna say read a book. <laughs> it's like reading a novel. No, right? It's like, like it's like novel. The Economist. It's like a very like you have to be so focused and into. I don't know if you read it. It's a very dry uh, business magazine, mm. but it gets so complex and dry. You got to put all your energy into reading that fucking thing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not just like sitting there and watching Nine Day Fiance. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> that that gets complicated as well. Let me tell you, <laughs>
0: oh, love is complicated. <laughs> I thought they loved each other, but no. You, just, mean, you mean you just... mean these
1: people that found someone on the other side of the world and only communicated to them through chat, and then they meet each other? You mean there's going to be drama
0: there? <sighs> <laughs> I thought this was going to work. <laughs> By the way, that is a great show, 90 Day Fiance. If you like watching Trainwreck. It,
1: it is a train... And, and, but there's also like... It, it, they're kind of lovable, some of these characters at the same yeah, time.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're... they're At this point now, how much of them are just doing it to be famous on TV and how much of them are just doing it because they think they're in love? I don't uh, know. Yeah,
1: that absolutely happens, right? Like, right. You, you look at... okay these these relationships can be total disasters, right? But the producers are like, well, if you're on for the next season, which implies you're still together, you're going to make this much money. Yeah. And it doesn't look like you have a job.
0: Right. Yeah, everyone's everyone probably looks like, I can't believe they're still together. I'm like, well, if the producers are well, asking them yeah. more money next season and then they're also pushing them to do more stuff, like, hey, Moving with your parents or, Hey, next season, get get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. These people are doing totally. it. Yeah. They
1: look at their Instagram followers and it's going up and it's like, yeah, it makes financial sense. And it benefits everyone to a degree, right? You want it to be real. It's a reality show, right? That was right. the original premise of a reality show is that it's real. Unfortunately, that's kind of jumped the shark. Um, by the way, do you know where that term comes from? Jump the shark?
0: I believe it comes from Happy Days. It does. Jumped over the shark in a four uh, cycle. Yep. Yeah. No, well. on uh, when he was uh, water skiing. Oh, he was water skiing? Yep. Oh, well. There we go. There we go. So this episode, we've done a good job of not only losing our younger audience because of our references, <laughs> we've also lost our female audience due to the Oh, topics. we still
1: have an audience? If there's anybody out there still listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we talked about time travel. This week, we're talking about simulations and next week, we're going to be talking about adult virginity. <laughs> <laughs> we're experts. <laughs> Incels. Um, Tune do in. You, do you think Elon Musk Musk watches
1: TV. Um, he does some things that you would not expect, right? Everyone yeah. puts him on a, a pedestal,
0: right? Is he? Right? I, I, I would almost just picture him like just sitting in a chair and just absorbing information, like you know, like some yeah, kind of robot. Yeah,
1: right. Well, okay. So he, like, for example, um, at least years ago. He had, by the way, that biography on him is incredible. I I legit had to stop reading it because I started feeling like such a piece of shit for not doing more with my life.
0: Oh, it's like an inspiring type deal. It's
1: intensely inspiring. You know what? It's Um, a
0: popular one and I've been mean to read it. So you have to, you have to, um, he used to like
1: crash at Larry Page's place and sleep in his basement and like play video games for like, you know, three hours in the middle of the night when he should be sleeping. So, um, I don't know, he does, like, funny random things that you wouldn't think someone that has multiple billion-dollar companies does. He
0: right? would play video games? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right? in his heart, he is a nerd. Yeah. Of a classical nerd sense. He yeah. He is your programmer, computer nerd. 100%. Yeah, and... and Does he watch TV? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he watches 90-Day Fiance. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? He's he, he's out there a little bit. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, he's something else. So would you have rather, and I know the answer to this, but there's people in Austin who would who'd answer it differently. Now that he's coming here, did you have any preference that they put the plant in, in Tulsa instead of Austin? Was there any party which is like, you know what, I hope it goes to Tesla, uh, Tulsa and not to Austin? I didn't spend too much time like hoping for one thing to happen
1: over the other. Uh, right. I, I guess I wanted it to come here to Austin. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Build up hey, the Things city. will change. And there'll be there will there will be things that you and I, Peter, like be like shit. Yeah, this traffic does kind of suck now. Or more people that we don't know. Or things are going to change. And there'll be some things that that
0: we may not like. But fine, okay.
1: change, right.
0: change happens. Parking traffic. Yeah, everything gets more expensive. Yep. Uh, the airport has been an issue in Austin, and because there's just. It's always so busy and so packed, and it's not that big of an airport, which is why I'm a little confused of why some companies would move here without a big international airport if you don't have one. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of factors. And, and airports do grow, and the need is there. Yeah. It's it not international, work. which kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, that's almost my least favorite thing about Austin. Right. Yeah, as the airport. Because you can't hop for When are we getting trips? that
1: sweet, sweet ATX unscripted private jet?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, once, you know, once our our, uh, Tesla sponsorship comes in, we Ah, can start mentioning them, we'll take that money and we'll just blow it on private jets. (laughs) Perfect. Does he fly? you think Elon flies a private jet? Does he have a private jet? Why would he fly commercial? It's a liability. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. It's got, you know, so many guys have a man crush on Elon Musk. It's got to be a pain for him to go out and have everyone try to talk to him. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine? Yes. I wouldn't be... be, I can know
1: that, and I wouldn't be able to hold back.
0: No, imagine if, like, he was going on a plane, all of a sudden you were sitting next to him on a plane. Ooh, that would be, like, your dream and his worst nightmare. Yep. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Because you would just be so interested in what he has going on from such a genuine place, but he's just like, fuck, I get this all day from everyone. Yep. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'd like it. Maybe he'd find it flattering, but I think he would be exhausted and want his privacy, probably.
1: Well, as soon as he... You know, found out about the podcast, you'd find it quite flattering.
0: Oh, uh, Nick, are you are you ATX unscripted.
1: I'd be on him. That's, yeah. that's a pretty bad, perfect. On the plane next, so I just put a microphone well, right well, in front of him well, and start well, a podcast right there.
0: Well, I, I like to podcast. My my, <laughs> my robot listened to it. <laughs>
1: You're getting better, maybe.
0: So another big view that Elon has, as we're diving into his the brain of Elon Musk, is he is really scared of artificial intelligence and the threat it poses to society. I wouldn't say he's scared of it. He is being,
1: he's trying for the world to be cautious of it. You look at, so by the way, AI is already affecting our lives and controlling our lives in ways that most people just absolutely do not know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's worried, that first of all, AI is going to be way, way smarter than us, even funnier than us, which we've Impossible. already covered.
0: Impossible. Impossible.
1: Not everyone. If I Not start Peter.
0: hearing robots making jokes, dude, I'm going Terminator here. What if All it right. showed up to a party and it's just Terminator a bunch two of funny robots? Is. Not Terminator 1. Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> but if you release AI with a specific goal, it just goes after that goal. Right now, one of the most prolific pieces of AI, it's freaking Facebook.
0: Okay. It's optimized
1: I, I, for clicks. It's optimized for ads. Yes. What do people love to... And, and engagement. What do people love to engage on and click and this and that? All this fucking political stuff. The AI doesn't care about like what's good or, or you know morally correct, morally what we should be doing with politics. It doesn't really have a concept of that, and it doesn't care, but it wants clicks, mm-hmm. right? That's what's... We're seeing it happen right now. This is just a taste of what AI could do to our society yeah. and to our human brains. It right. knows how to, it knows what the human brain wants to a degree, right? Uh, how to trigger certain things, and it capitalizes on it. And right now, Facebook has unleashed AI onto the world in order to get us to click on stuff and make money.
0: And you're, and the concern is that these machines are learning too much about us. And they are their potential is untethered at this point, which makes it a risk.
1: Yeah, to a degree, yeah.
0: Right. And we're just now seeing examples of
1: that. Just so so small maybe
0: what he's afraid of and what you're getting at is not what the movies depict the robot war to be like. No, it's not like the Terminator War where these steel machine robots are violently coming after and killing people. It's more like software and data collection is, is taking people's data and privacy and they could do so much with that information. Yeah, that could be harmful for you.
1: Yeah, um, Terminator-style movies, Terminator-style AI taking over. Th- that style makes a much better movie. Yeah, than, than uh, you know, Facebook controlling our daily social media lives, right? Or influencing elections. Influencing elections, right? right. Like that's not as interesting a movie as Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back. Hey, I'm back from the
0: future again. I am back from the future for the fourth, fifth time. Yeah. I'm in my 60s. 60s? I'm 40s. 70s. Oh, I'm getting so old now. i getting so old, but these machines, they don't get old. <laughs> They're still alive. I need to kill the machines and protect John and Sarah Connor. <laughs> I think my, I think, my, I think getting better each it's getting good. It's getting better, yeah. Getting better. John each podcast. Sarah Connor. Boy, we're gonna have a busy couple months having Arnold on the podcast. I and know, Elon and Joe Rogan. I know. Oh, boy, can you Man. imagine in one podcast with all those guys at the same show? time? Yeah, every. It would I'd probably, I'd listen to it. Shut your mouth. Let me explain Shut to why you why you're wrong. <laughs> let, 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 Shut let, your mouth. Let, let me explain to you. I, I think I know what I'm doing. I've been podcasting here for two months. I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I mean, let me, okay.
1: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is a really, really, really impressive uh, individual. My, I think the absolute best, most inspirational speech that, that is available, in my opinion, my favorite, is the the Arnold speech on his six lessons uh, to succeed or something is like that. Is this the he one he college. gave at a coll-
0: yeah, college? Yeah, college.
1: Incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, he's Rules such a, a likable guy. He really is. Um, and, it, she, and you don't
1: realize, like, his story seems kind of like a, a cartoon, right? You know? This guy out of Austria wanting to be a bodybuilder. It's just like, oh, it's like goofy stuff. No, he just, he had this really specific goal that was not popular where he was from, um, but he wanted it. He wanted to be Mr. Universe or a bodybuilder or whatever, and he achieved it against all odds while he was in the freaking Austrian military. Right. right. Yeah. He, he he broke orders to go to a bodybuilding show and won the show and got in trouble when he came back. And like, it's an, it's a really cool story, but yeah, his six rules for success or something like rule number two, I break the rules. I don't mean break the law, break the rules. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, So, so on this question now, and I yeah. know your answer, I know your answer. I'm going to, I'm going to, what's the question? <laughs> Okay, you can have dinner with one of those guys: Elon, Joe Rogan, or Arnold. You can have oh, w- dinner one night for two hours, but you can only have one of them. You can't have all three of them. Who okay. are you gonna pick?
1: Um, I would pick Elon, and then my second choice would be Arnold.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Here's 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 I would well, no, I don't agree with you. I would okay. pick Arnold. Yeah, and here's why: be more fun. Uh, yeah, Elon in a conversation interview, not <laughs> not his not his strength. It took him a while
1: uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast to warm him up, I guess. I mean, Elon, so you may get him on a night where he's been in, in under intense stress for six weeks because of something. And he's he just might not even be able to
0: talk. He can't get there mentally, right? Right. Or maybe he'll be in a fun, joking state like you see him on stage when he's debuting a Tesla. Right. right? Exactly. Um, yeah. But no, Arnold, though, Arnold would be on. He's yeah. just that charismatic guy. That'd be funny. Now. <laughs> and it would make for so many good stories. Yeah, it would. Yeah. You know what'd be fun, I bet, is the rock. Oh, I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Would he be even more fun than any of those guys? I don't know. Uh, I I might choose Arnold over the Rock. Yeah. Wonder what he's cooking. Yeah. Well, you'd be it would be a lot of food Rock would order.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Arnold too. I wonder if they'd be like, okay, so we're splitting the bill, right? (laughs) (laughs) Rock, you ordered twenty five hamburgers. I had one. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fifty, right?
1: you would order like six bottles of his tequila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he promotes. I had his tequila the other and You had it too. Yeah. It you easy, were there. Easy that's easy right. Time, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What's it called again? I don't know. Oh, we can't. We, we They don't sponsor us. We can't say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can't say. We're a Patron podcast until, <laughs> until other, otherwise That's noted. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So you would, but you would still pick Elon, even if I threw in Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a potential dinner guest. Yeah, I would. Okay, how about this? Yep. What if you had the choice of doing dinner with just Elon one on one, or dinner with the Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Elon, <sighs> yeah, you're not, you're not moving. No, I, I wouldn't move. Like if we could keep going and going. And yeah, I'd like going I could with... go through all the famous people in history, and you would probably still stick with Elon.
1: Not necessarily. I mean, like I said, like um, it might just be a really boring dinner. It might make me feel like a piece of shit. Who knows? Well, there is something to be said about not meeting your idols. <laughs> So I don't subscribe to that. Okay, you don't. No, because that implies that you're putting your idols on a pedestal. I oh, okay. really liked living in Silicon Valley and, and actually I did meet my idols, right? I would meet these people that were founders of companies. And then you realize like, oh, they're normal people. Like I can do this too. Okay. So it depends on what your take is, right? Yeah. If you want to sit there and, and put people on pedestals and not do anything with your life, don't meet your idols. Maybe because you'll you're, find out they're normal people and that you've wasted your whole life sure, not achieving anything. Sure.
0: And I think maybe that applies more to like naive kids who meet movie stars where the movie stars are very different in person rather than a business entrepreneur who's achieved a lot, right? Yeah.
1: So yes, I agree. And I think it does have to do with like you want to sit there and be complacent and just like and sit and think what your dreams are. That's for other people. If you Mm -hmm. want to achieve those dreams of these of your idols, right? Meet them. Find out they're normal. Find out that they it sucked to get.
0: To where they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't, it was not It a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. And maybe they're not even the most happy people. Totally. Might not even be the right path for I you. I loved
1: that one interview where someone was talking about, you know, talking to Elon Musk. And the, the, I don't remember the interviewer, but it was kind of dumb questions. They're like, yeah, so many people out there just want to be you, you know? He's like, people want to be me? And like,
0: really? Yeah. He doesn't seem like the best, well rounded, happy person. No.
1: He's extraordinary. He's a, a, a mush ball of stress.
0: Right. He look, yeah, he looks just like there's just always a fire going off in his head.
1: Oh, my God, how many fires is he putting out constantly? But then at the same time, while he's also putting out fires, actually pushing stuff forward. It's insane, his level of productivity. And, it's, and people were saying his productivity was insane eight years ago. It's only gotten more and more extreme. And just wait for Neuralink to actually be up and running and working. In 15 years. Oh,
0: dude, he's going to turn his pro- he's gonna get his own Neuralink and turn his productivity at 500% and be multifunctioning. Like and every three, employee three that he has,
1: every executive, this is why Neuralink is so... This... Yeah. Um, we can get into the headphones thing and what I wanted to work on years ago, but like, this is why Neuralink is more important than any other company he's doing because of the compounding factors that he has within Neuralink and then with other companies that he has. Every person that he works with, he's going to probably get to a point where he doesn't even want to talk to people that aren't plugged into Neuralink. Oh, wow. that's going to be so slow. That's going
0: to be a thing, huh? Just wait. This will be, could be, the
1: largest divider between the haves and the have-nots is Neuralink. Wow.
0: Yeah. We're We're getting deep. We're getting deep. We're getting deep. Maybe that's what we should change the name of the podcast to. We're Get, getting deep. Getting deep. <laughs> getting deep with, with Nick and Peter.
1: Yeah, maybe D-Betty can sponsor us.
0: <laughs> All right, Nick. We've gotten nerdy enough for our fans today. That's your opinion. But you know what? Make sure you subscribe because there's going to be a lot, a lot more nerdiness to come. A lot Lots more news. More. A lot more news a on Austin. A lot more news. A lot more jokes. More failed jokes than funny jokes. But you know what? Hey, one out of three funny jokes, that's good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty good.
0: 30%, 33% Mm -hmm. success Mm -hmm. ratio on jokes, you can't do much better than that. Yep, just
1: skip over the bad ones. I don't think the robots could either,
0: but (laughs) (laughs) prove me wrong. Prove Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Watson. (laughs) Coming for you, Watson.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everyone.
0: See ya. Bye-bye.